When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. I got another good show for you today. This week, I'm bringing on Jordan. Uh, He reached out to me on Instagram. Uh, We had a little back and forth conversation. Apparently, this guy has had dozens of paranormal experiences, as well as an abduction or a near abduction experience with a UFO that got my attention because he said he was able to uh, stop it. And the way he stops it is very interesting and very near and dear to my heart. So I can't wait to bring him on. Um, I don't, uh, I don't want to give too much more away. Let me go ahead and just bring him on right now. While we wait for Jordan to, to get a hold of that link, let me just tell you that I'm, uh, I got a couple of conventions I'm going to go pop in on. One is the uh, Paranormal Expo. West Virginia Case Paranormal Expo at Cheat Lake uh, Fire Department in Morgantown. That'll be on the 8th of October. So it'll probably already happen before this airs. But I'm saying that uh, along with on the 15th, I believe it is, it's a West Virginia Wild and Weird Con. It'll be in Logan, West Virginia, Chief Logan Lodge. Um, Those two events, hopefully you guys made it there. Hopefully you guys will make it there depending on when this airs. Either way, uh, my members only uh, supporters, my Patreon supporters, they will get to see undoubtedly some kind of footage, some kind of interviews, some kind of whatever. Um, Maybe just the experience of me and dad traveling to these places. Um, We're going to take you along with us. So that and Tons of other stuff is on the members only section. Uh, go check it out. I hope you like it. And I'm sorry, I'm just feeling a little bit off my game right now. Let's uh, let's go ahead and bring Jordan on. All right, man. How are you? You doing all right? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So I know we kind of talked a little bit before we started recording about like where to start and just listing out how many things. It's 15, 20. I don't even. I mean. I can't keep trying. There's just so many things that happened from being a kid on to where even now, I mean, two years ago was the newest one. Wow. Well, actually about six months ago. something. Like so uh, yeah, we can start in the beginning and just go from there. If that's cool with you. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So growing up, you know, um, 
I'm, I'm an 80s kid, right? Born 85. So we didn't have internet. We went outside and played, you know, nine to nine at night, you know, the neighborhood kids getting into trouble, all that kind of stuff. And uh, the neighbor that I grew up in, in where we are now, there was just seems to be something going on in the neighborhood where like weird things would happen randomly and, and certain people would notice it or, or catch it sort of the group of kids. And then a few times, like everyone saw it. So there was just a lot of weird stuff. But one of the biggest ones um, that kind of, in my opinion, kicked off everything else was when I was 13, me and my best friend, his brother, my brother, we saw a UFO, right? And it sounds crazy, whatever, but it's vivid. It's, I'll never forget what it looked like. It made no noise at all. So whether it was an alien thing or like a government secret plane thing, I don't know, but whatever it was, it put that fear of an otherworldly thing like deep and deep inside like it was terrifying to me no doubt what did it look like can you describe it yeah so yeah i'll just kind of like tell the event and you know it'll explain it so we were out you know had to be 8 39 o'clock in the summer it was dark cloudy out we're under a street light you know thinking do we want to play like uh, manhunt is what we used to play right so we were like oh you know run our bikes with the pegs on it right everyone's standing on pegs and we look up at the at, at the sky and there's like a cloud that's that's glowing like something's coming out of it so of course we're like oh well, everyone look so we look up and out comes this craft i guess would be the word uh four lights i think they were white or yellow i mean they were bright and it just comes out of this cloud it looks like an oval right or like a, a cigar shape actually would be what i would say and we're just staring at it like what in the world is this and then all at the same time, all of us got intense, like, we need to get out of here. Like, this is not good. Something's not good is going on. So it was me and my best friend, and we started riding our bikes towards my house, which was around the corner of this long bend. His house was actually closer, and my brother, his little brother, and his older brother all ran to his house. I don't know why we decided to go the other way. Maybe divide and conquer. I don't know what we're doing. So we start going around the bed on the bike and we keep looking back and it's just like coming, following us, didn't follow the other ones. And we go around the bend and we almost to my house and it just flies over the court. And so we turn around because we're like, it, it's going to get us, right? <laughs> I mean, we're on bikes. Like, I mean, come on. So we flip around and we go back to the other way and it starts following us. And we were just terrified. I mean, completely just scared because it's, you know, something that you don't see. We know what it is. We're 13. Like, you know, you don't, you don't see that in real life. So we just haul it and we keep looking back and almost crash the bike because we, you know, terrified and finally jump off and run up to his house. And we didn't leave the house for like two days. <laughs> but that was the first in, that I can remember event that was like, what the heck? What the hell is that? All right. You know, a um, couple of weeks later, we uh, that's when the weirdness started. So there was this big lake in the neighborhood that was on my property and we're all hanging out, playing whatever. And we see like a, like a, like a big rock in the lake, but it's floating. And we're like, wait, what, what is that? Well, we didn't know what it was. So we fish it over. You know, we start pulling it over and this thing is like huge, man. Like it's floating in the lake. I'm like, what the heck? We call our dads over, pick this up. It's super heavy takes three grown men to pick it up. It's all sharp around all of the, all of it. What? So look at it like this, right? Like a diamond. It's all super sharp and heavy. 
but it's floating. Like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? It was like a couple weeks after we saw the UFO. Yeah. What so, we pulled, that? so we pulled out of the water. Um, and my buddy, my best friend, you know, he was moving. They built a house and they had like a man-made little lake in their backyard where they ended up putting it in there. And for years, that thing would just float around that lake. And when we were in our 20s, one day we went over there, it was gone. I don't know if it sunk. What? I don't know if they came and got it. And I'm like, dude, drain this stupid little lakey pond you have and let's see if this thing is in Yes. Because if it's not in there, and if it, even if it was a meteorite, I mean, that's worth some money for that, you know, that's big. Yeah, was no, it was, it was nuts. So, I mean, that was like a weird little, like, what is that? Hold on, man. You know? <laughs> this could still, this could still be in a, a man-made lake, like a pond. Oh, in his parents' backyard. It could still be in there, either sunk or it's gone. Either someone stole it or, or it flew out. Got it. I don't know what. <laughs> I would not be able to sleep at night, man. <laughs> now the weird, the weird part, I'll, I'll never forget when my dad's when the dads were pulling it out, right? There was these red worms that were coming out of it, which was super weird. I just I never I just remember them coming out and we were like, what the hell is this? We were all grossed out by it. No idea. No clue what that was. <laughs> was it was it metal? It was like, like a rock. Now as an adult, and I think it was a rock. I mean, that's what we thought, but now when I'm thinking about it, it may have been a meteorite. I mean, it was it had holes inside, you know, it was like bladed around the sides, but there was like holes in it. And so, I mean, no idea. Oh my God. No idea. Some kind of rock. And I don't want to. You know where it could possibly still be. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get you a snorkel, man. <laughs> Go <laughs> like, there and find out. <laughs> for real, you got to find out. I know, right? I always tell him, like, dude, drain this pond, man. Because it's yeah. like a muddy little pond. Like, get, get this out of here. Like, let's yeah. see what's in this thing. Yeah, let's get to it. Get to it. Wow. All right. Uh, you got physical evidence floating around in the pond. What Somewhere. Can... I know, right? <sighs> but see, after this happened, we would, you know, we're playing, and there would just be weird stuff. I mean, one person would see, like, a, a shadow in the on the other side of the street or in the, you know, you just see weird stuff. Um, I remember one time we were all playing in the court at nighttime, and some big thing flew over all of us like an animal like like a bat but like the body was like that big wow and only like three of us saw it but we never knew what it was We're like what what is going on <laughs> then we all ended up moving away and you know we thought it was kind of you know done but that all of this sparked that whole paranormal like you know and then stupid kids playing we started playing with ouija boards so dumb oh, oh dumbest thing ever and um, I never did it a couple times on my own. It, it's moving around. I mean, it's it was creepy. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, you know, we would do that at different places. We did it in in our new house, and um, it must have opened something because from that point on, for the next five years, my house was super haunted, man. Really? Oh yeah. Like middle of the day, I'll never forget watching TV, and there's just stuff like flying all really? over, and I'm just like. Love this movie. He's ignoring it. It was a great show, man. He was just trying to like not look because it's all over peripheral, right? It's like oh, and it was it was a nightmare because it just wouldn't it wouldn't go away. We found out later that the the couple that my parents bought it from they were get about to get divorced. They moved out, and literally within two years, my parents got divorced when they got in the house. Really? 
So I don't know if it's something in the house. I think there may have been something in the house, but us messing with the stupid board probably yeah, it ignited happen. it. Then fight, you know, them fighting each other, you know, all the drama of all that. I'm sure there was like a feast. Yeah, yeah, man, that's you wild. Know, well, yeah, I, I know the kids are kids, and I'm not going to say that I've never touched one in my life because I may have when I was young. But what, what were you trying to? to find out or it was just just fun. yeah just seeing if it was real yeah and it was real it was 100 percent. oh yeah they were real it was 100 percent real. and and i mean there'd be times like i mean at that point i was like 15 16 but you know me and my brother we watched the tv and it just sounds like somebody just banged the dryer as hard as possible yeah. and nobody's there hmm. we're the only ones in the house and we're like oh my god dude like what is going on Man. I mean, it was it was terrible. the The worst one, this one, it's still to this. I mean, it's so vivid. Wake up middle of the night, we had bunk beds, right? Those these stupid metal bunk beds, and I and I just hear like walking to my door. We had like a sliding door, mm. and um, the sound of the walking was like if you have jeans and you're walking around and you hear that like yeah noise. So I'm I'm hearing it. And I think it's my grandma. She used to live with us back then. I'm like, what is she doing up? Because she would yell at us, "You're too loud, right?" We, yeah. We've been asleep. We haven't made noise. So I'm like, what? The door slides open, and I look over my shoulder, and you can just see this dark figure, like foot of the bed, walk, come around. I'm on the bottom, and I look up at it, and it's just pure darkness. And I realize that ain't grandma. No, <laughs> thank my dad. That's nobody checking on us. And I just rolled over and started praying. Yeah. I was so scared, and it, and it just stood there. I don't, and finally, and I heard it walk away, and it, it shut the door, which was weird. And and then the next morning, I hey, did anyone come to my room last night? No, what are you talking about? You guys were asleep. Right. Yep, something came. <laughs> yep, man. Yep, <sighs> terrifying. I, that was like the scariest. But we would do stuff like we would we would all sleep over and. We were like playing around. We would like record, had like a tape recorder right before the phones, right? So like a tape recorder, and we'd all be talking and just messing around, and we would just listen back to it, and you'd hear like coughing or like a weird noise, and we're like nobody did that. <laughs> like we listened to a whole hour, and every five minutes you hear like <clears throat> like a noise, and none of us did it. Like we would have known, and it was just stuff like that, man. It would just happen, yeah. and it was fun, it kind of, but it was scary because you're like, what, what is really? Oh yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it's it scary. Would, it would get to that point where it was like, you know, we'd be playing hide and seek, and someone would be like, "Yo, there's someone behind you," and they'd see like a dark being standing behind. Yeah, you know, you know, it just it feels like this kind of stuff just happened when we were kids. Like before we got wrapped up staring at our phones, like people would still be having these stories now if they would just went outside in the dark and played. You know, I, I've. I don't know, man, because it's been there's stuff that's happened way after the phones. Like I was, I was 22. This one was the most blatant. There's something messing with you, and you're an adult, so you can't play the whole. Oh, I'm a kid, or I'm just no risk from it. Like I was 23 or four or something, right? Or 20. I don't, you know, I was a little. I went to my aunt's house, and we'd hang out in the garage, and you know, we drink or we play Xbox, you know, original Halo stuff like that. And they just had their baby, my little cousin, and they, they're putting him to bed. So I show up and, and they're like, hey, we're going upstairs to make sure you sleep. We'll be down in like 20 minutes, get a beer or whatever. I'm like, cool. And they have this big, the square TVs, right? The old school. 
and I'm like watching it and the volume starts going up on the TV. Like I'm not touching the remote, right? The remote's away. And the volume's like getting loud. It's getting really loud. And I'm like, what is going on? Maybe it's like, it's old, you know, maybe it's a glitch. So I, I like the remote, the batteries are dead. So I physically touch the bottom, bottom, you know, the volume down button. I'm holding it in. Zero. All right, cool. Take it off. It starts going back up. Mm. I'm like, this these damn old TVs. Do it again. Starts going back up. And I'm like, what is happening? And the weird part is as it's getting louder, it's at max volume, but it's so loud that it's like, I, it feels like the room is like, it's like a movie theater. Right. And now I don't want to wake the baby up. You're right. So I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna get in trouble. Like this is because so I turn off the TV. I'm like, well, problem solved is turned off. Turns back on, man. On its own, starts going up in volume. And I'm like, turn it off again. And now I'm starting to be like, oh shit. Like this is something happening. Right. And it turns back on and it's getting super loud. And I look at the cord. And I'm like, I'm going to unplug this. And if this TV turns on, <laughs> I'm running. And I'm never coming back there again. So I start reaching, right? And right before I touch it, the garage door flings open. And my aunt's like, what are you doing? You're going to wake him up. And I turn to her and I'm white, like super pale. And she's like, what is going on? And I'm like, the, the TV, I'm like trying to explain what's going right. on. It keeps, it keeps turning on, like the volume. And she's like, can you turn it down? And I'm like, watch. I turn it down and it stands out. Of course. Of course. And she's like, and she's known a lot of the stuff that's happened. She's like, she always called it my dark passenger. Oh, wow. She's like, oh, your dark passenger, tell him to leave. Like, we're not, we don't want, I'm like, this is, it, they've had that TV. It's never done it again. It's never done it since. Wow. Never. And I was just sitting there. I'm never, I was like, if I pull this cord and this comes up. Yeah, man. I'm going to scream. Yeah. I'm going to freaking run away. Oh. And it's just, you know. It was wild. So this stuff happened to you enough that your aunt called this your dark passenger. Oh, yeah. Yep. It would be this stupid joke she would say. And I'm like, whatever, man. I don't know what it is. Man. You know? So what What makes it dark? Why can't it just be like a little buddy? <laughs> I, think, I know, right? I think it's because of the uh, the mischievous nature. And, and you know, it, there's a few times that, you know, she would that I mean my family's very we're Puerto Rican so we're, we're we don't we talk about this stuff it's not something oh, yeah. that is like a hidden thing like we would be at Thanksgiving I'll never forget we had a German Shepherd the whole family is eating and he starts losing it like hackles growl, like evil bark like going nuts like scared and we the whole family turns and looks at the front door and he's staring in the corner like mm. for like 20 minutes and I mean this happen like we we all know that this stuff is real and we all know that but yes yeah, some of us are like not scared of it like now as older i am and i've learned so much about all this stuff that i am not scared of anything like that um just because i know that whether it's a shadow a demon or a bad spirit it, it's not in a physical body so therefore it's not stronger than us right you know unless you give it power over you which right. a lot of people do because they're scared yeah um, but if you can, you know, you can command it to leave and it has to listen as long as you believe that you have the power to do that. Um, but there's, there's been all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, like even a few years ago, it's just, it doesn't seem, I don't know if I'm marked or if I can just tell, I don't, I don't know if I can see, I, I can't really see them anymore. Like as a kid, I could, I can't, 
now it's feeling it's all it's all like yeah um now I went to walmart and felt like sick i've never had that and i'm like i'm something's in the walmart and it's happened twice like two years apart i'm like what is going i believe it's gone yeah. I'm like somebody or something like then is in that walmart yeah you got a sensitivity to it or somebody did a ritual something's going on in that yeah. in that walmart um but yeah my wife i mean she's had stuff where i wasn't even here i was at my i was out of the house and she's like come home and there's like a bag that's literally looks like somebody's like throwing it like touching and throwing it and stuff wow yeah in our in our old house the, the one before the one i'm in now um the house had something and i think because i I've always felt like i was awake in the night and see something standing i never did except for that's the house the, that the abduction almost happened in um but besides that there wasn't i didn't see anything but my wife would, would get something she would see something like running by the door and stuff like that mm. yeah mm. yeah so is, is she sensitive to this stuff too or is it just yeah no no she's uh i would say she is yeah yeah it's gotten more too i would say the once the, she's been with me i think it's been it's gotten stronger both my intuition's like off the off the hook now yeah yeah i, I did a past life regression and it's been like ever since then it's been really just like turn it to 11 yeah yeah see I, that's interesting that you lean into this and when a lot of people they don't you know they feel like they're plagued by these things and they're tormented and you're like, look, this is real, and I'm going to max out my abilities, <laughs> you know? Well, it's, you know, so because I've, I mean, that that house that I was telling you, like, my parents, my dad still lives there with his wife, new wife, or my stepmom for 20 years. There was a point where there was something there, and then it, it left. I mean, we had it blessed once. And the really? room that we stayed, that me and my brother stayed in, the room that we did the Ouija board in, the priests don't know nothing. He's doing the blessing and he stops at that room and goes, who sleeps in here? I was like, oh, then they're like, there's, there's something wrong in this room. Like, there's something wrong here. Like, he called it out and they didn't know nothing about it. Yet. So, wow. I mean, my parents still don't know about all that. And he's blessing it. Um, there was a time in my 20s, I was gone. My brother was just in that room. It was always cold in that room, mm -hmm. colder than the rest of the house. And, uh, you know, everyone partied and we drank and I was like going to sleep on the floor and something like, attack like I couldn't I couldn't get up like I was like I had to crawl out of the room and the second I got past the threshold I was like what something like yeah something latched on me it was like my energy was going away it was something in that room because that's where we were playing with the freaking board you know that's yeah. that's what it was um there'd be a little girl that was seen a couple of times uh but I don't think that she was part of that I think she was something different and my stepmom finally said honey you gotta go like I don't know what you're doing here, but like she wasn't bad. And once my stepmom told her that, she never was seen again. Mm. Yeah. But I don't think it was that. Like that wasn't the thing that was the big shadow thing that was walking around. I mean, my dad even had it happen. He was in the middle of the night asleep and he saw it standing in his room and he started praying and it just left. He couldn't move. Stopped, like paralysis, whatever. Yeah. Right. He's a big dad, a big dude. <laughs> the dog was knocked out. And he's like, what is going on? I mean, they're all everyone has seen different things of it. But it's been gone for like a while now, five, ten years, I'd say. Well, what finally cool. drove it out? Was it the priest? Uh now because I feel like that that stuff is temporary to a degree. Mm -hmm. Because I, I believe that the owner of the house has to be the one to say to leave because you're the one who has the authority physical ownership of this place. Um, um 
And as weird as it sounds, I think when my dad and mom got divorced, it started to taper off. Because I think it was eating all that chaos and hatred and all this. They had a really bad divorce. So I think it was like eating all that. And then when she moved out, it kind of stayed around for a little bit. And then it was like, I'm not really getting the buffet anymore. Right. And I think it just, I think it just dipped out. Wow. After a while. I mean, the priest probably helped, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if my dad ever thought told it to go or anything, but it's it hasn't been in a while. I mean, that same little cousin when he was an infant, my aunt went in that room and he was knocked out of sleep in her arms, screaming, crying, wakes up, she brings him out of the room, falls back asleep. I mean, there was it was that it was that yeah, was the so, portal. That yeah. was the portal. Yeah. All right. But it's been it's been good. <laughs> There's been nothing. <laughs> <about this time. laughs> no, it ain't it ain't over yet. No. <laughs> what obviously is something bad. Okay, we yeah, that's a no brainer. What do you think it was? Like, do you think it's demonic? Do you think it's a uh, just a, a dead person that was a jerk in a no. past life? What, mm-hmm. what do you think this was? So, the little girl may have been that, I think, possibly was that. Um, but sure. this thing was definitely not that. Um, this thing was definitely a darker being. I mean. We like to use words demons and right. whatever. The the not the good side. <laughs> right, right. The dark side. Whatever that could be, whether it's a fallen angel or a demon or an alien bad entity. I don't know a lower dimensional being. That's all I know and is what it is. And the way that I've always felt was that they can that they want to eat. They want to eat, right? Like they're eating the energy of violence and chaos and hate and confusion and fear and all the nasty stuff. And if you're doing that kind of stuff where your house is consumed with that kind of stuff, it's going to come on home with you either from Walmart or from somewhere else. Yeah. Or maybe there's a beacon. Maybe they can smell it. I don't know. See it. And once they get in there, I mean, until someone kicks them out and I don't know why Sage works, but it does. Yeah. I mean, it's immediate. I mean, I'm sort of that with my, with that same little baby who's now 18 or he's 16, something happened with him when we did Sage, and it, it, he had a, a physical reaction. All right, can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I talk about this stuff all the time. My family, they talk about it, but... Yeah, I love that. One, one, um, like, a, we do a lot of family parties and stuff, and I'm like, yo, you good? Because he was like, he's I think, he's, I think he's 17 now, but he was like 15 or 16, and he was like, he just, he just looked, he was looking kind of like rough for like a while. And I was like, yo, you good, man, or what? Like, you seem different. He's quiet. And he's like, actually, can I talk to you? I was like, sure. So, we, you know, we went into another room. And he's like, I've been seeing this thing for, like, six months. I wake up at night. It has red glowing eyes. It's got fucking horns. I saw it in the middle of the day, standing in my doorway. I mean, all kinds of shit. And I, and I'm, again, my intuition is in tune now. So I asked him, like, did you go to any abandoned places lately? And he's like, well, I was skating. He likes to skate. I was skating at an abandoned church. Mm. Check. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, look, man, you got to understand these things are out. They're everywhere. They're out in the world. They're out in the stores. Um, They just, they see someone they can jump on their shoulders and they get on there. And then you start feeling worse and worse and worse. Or you have bad stuff going on. And I think somehow they make it worse somehow. It can affect a little bit of like, you know, and yeah, he said he said he's at his friend's house and the crucifix above the door flipped over. I mean, he's was seeing some shit. So I'm like, look, man, 
I told him what to do. I gave his mom Sage, and I'm like, Sage is on in Sage's fucking house because apparently they had shadow kids running around their house grabbing them and stuff, oh, no. weird stuff. So I'm like, you need to save yourself. You need to tell them to leave. They're not welcome. And you need to envision light just literally bathing your whole light, your whole house, burning them away. Because they're your house is like they're all over. He goes home. His mom does the sage. The whole house, right? I don't know if you've ever done it, but you oh, yeah, yeah. Window. yeah. Yeah. So he does it. It's just right here in front of you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so he does the whole bottom, gets to the top, goes in his room, and she's like, the smoke goes out. Like it looks, it's like something went like this. Mm. And she's like, what? So she lights it again, it, again, five times. What? She had to hold the freaking lighter on and just held it there. And then she goes to him and he runs to the bathroom and vomits like for like 20 minutes. Just blah, blah, blah. he wasn't sick. Yeah. And it was attached. I mean, it was, yeah, it was on there. And, um, the thing that sucks sometimes they get back in somehow. Yeah. Um, which I think if you're drinking or doing drugs a lot, you're already your defenses are down and they get I think that's how they get on there. Oh yeah. Any, anything, man, that will lower your defenses. If you don't stay prayed up, if you don't have anybody else praying for you, if mm-hmm. uh, if you're traumatized, if you're if you're emotionally Absolutely. low, you know, it any of those they're all just like cracks in your armor, man. You know, and that's that's the thing is like we just don't realize like how yeah. many are out there. Yeah. And, and the way I always see it is like the people who are like a light bulb, right. Which there's a lot, of, there's some of those people. I'm sure we look like a full course steak dinner. Oh, you know it. And they're like, bro, if I can get this guy, if I can mess with him, if I can bring him down to our level, this will be not only a win for me because screw upstairs, Right. But uh, it's going to be delicious. The problem is that when you know your strength, they're not going to fight you because they they can't win and they know it and they hope you don't know it. But if you do know it, they're like, I don't have, I can't fight this dude over and over. Like, I'm going to go to the, the heroin addict who's easy. Exactly. Because they're already turned off. Yeah. You know I mean? Free lunch. Yeah. Free lunch. Because the, the guys that aren't, they, they can't win. Yeah. If we know that, if you accept that, you can't win. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right, man. You've had a lifetime of stuff. <laughs> I love it. I, I I hate it for you, but the way you take things, you know, like your perspective on it, it I don't think it's it's a negative thing for you. you no, know? it's not. I mean, it's not and the only. So the only thing, like you know, throughout my twenties, and I was I was like, oh, I'm not scared of these things, because I knew that I once I realized, like, hey, get out, like this ain't the house. Yeah. Like, there's other houses. Sucks for them. Uh, it sucks. Get out. Once like that was rooted in here, the only fear that I had about any of that stuff was the alien stuff because it's physical, yeah. it's different. Um, if I can watch too much X Files with the black eyes, <laughs> aliens, and it's just, it's just terrifying. It's just terrifying to me, or it was. Um, and then so it, and this was like two years ago, I had an experience where I think I was almost abducted. Let's hear it, man. Tell me, tell me all about and this. It's, it was crazy. So I mean, I woke up in the middle of the night, and my my room is full of blue light, like from the window, all right? <laughs> Red flag, <laughs> right there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. So I I, remember, I looked over, and the whole room is lit up in blue, 
And I'm like, oh my God, this isn't happening. And literally as I'm like trying to like, okay, this is about something's going on. It feels like I'm being pulled out of my body, out of the body. So either you could say astral projection or soul, whatever you want to feel. It feels like my soul is being pulled out and my top half is out and only my bottom legs are still in and the light is what's pulling me out. Mm. And I'm realizing like, oh, this is the thing that this is going to be one of these fucking experiences and I'm not going through this. Like, so, you know, you're in, you're in this fear chaos because you feel like your damn soul is being pulled out of you. And I look back at my wife and she's knocked knocked out. And all I can think of is do not let them take you from her. Grab her, hold her arm, something. And every ounce of my freaking being, I'm trying to pull, like reach my arm and grab her. My arm's asleep, but my, my soul arm is out and I'm trying to grab her and I'm still, I'm getting pulled and pulled. And I'm like, they're going to get me. And I just, in that moment, I remembered reading a story or an article, whatever it was, about someone who was almost abducted and they started praying. And when they started praying, it stopped. Yeah. It just pops in my head. So I, and I already visualized light a lot anyway with just controlling the spiritual stuff. So I start freaking praying. I'm asking Jesus, God, Michael, the archangel, send all of them here now because this is not going to happen to me. Right. And the light I, I keep envisioning because I'm a writer, so I can visualize a lot. So I'm I'm literally envisioning like the most badass version of Michael Archangel that you can think yeah, of. Man. Yeah. The second I start doing that, the light turns off and I'm back in my body and I sit up in my bed. See. And I'm like, what the hell? Terrified. Terrified because I was like that 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 was like this is gonna be the thing that always I was scared of. Some kind of we got you on the ship. We're poking you. You know, who knows? All that crazy shit. So I, I can't sleep. I mean, who's going to go back to sleep, right? After something like that. I'm just kind of waiting for the day break, you know. And I take a shower in the morning. And I got to tell my wife, like, you're not going to believe what the fuck happened to me. So I take a shower. And ever since I did my past life thing, which this I did that before this happened. I have a connection with my main spirit guy that I can actually like ask him stuff and I'll get answered, right? Like I'll just, it's weird, whatever you want to say, but I'll get, so I'm like, dude, I need you to tell me like, what, what the fuck has happened? Like what, what, what is going on? And the message that he told me was they weren't here for you. They were in the area. They saw a light in the darkness and wanted to see what that was, which was your soul. And they came to see, Oh, what's going on over here? Mm. Oh, let me just go ahead and just, let's let's grab them out and check them out real quick mm. and the the word the phrase that he told me after that it was this is why i'm not scared anymore he goes they were warned you're off limits and your family is off limits they will not they will never mess with you again and i was like they were warned what the hell does that mean <laughs> you got a big bike <laughs> what does that mean they were warned that and they won't mess with you again that was and i was like man. what the hell they were one it's crazy so it makes me think um you know i wonder if a lot of the abduction stuff is it physically abducting you or is it pulling out your astral body all right and and you're still experiencing it oh yeah because it's still real 
but your physical body ain't moving. You could have just been like stuck with this or asleep, but they did all this other stuff and then they just put you back in. And, and that's why, I mean, I don't know, but that could be a reason of, or maybe it's both. Maybe there's both. And I'm not saying that all aliens are evil because there's probably good and bad, just like anything else. But I know that I have a feeling that some of this is that like, they're pulling pulling people out. That would make sense, you know, because like I've had people on my show that have been abducted multiple times and they talk about uh, being pulled through a window, a shut mm-hmm. window, you know, being floated over a river or through the roof. Yeah. Or through yeah. The roof. They're probably and, pulling your soul out yeah. or your astral soul out. That would have to be a non-physical. You Could know, be. It would, it would have to be in that case. And it, to me, it makes sense because if they're beings of a higher dimension or, or level, whatever you want to say, they're not physically in this this reality. They pop in and out. Or maybe it actually, it goes with, it, to me, why we're seeing so many in society now. Because so many people are waking up to all these things that have been going on behind the scenes that we are, as a society, our consciousness is now raised up to now we're actually seeing these things way more than we were before. That could be. And I think that's part of it, is that they're just in this side, other I don't know if it's next to us or above us. I don't know what you want to say it is. Right. Yeah. And I have a feeling that that's why we're seeing so many more. I mean, every time I open TikTok, there's like four new alien videos. I'm like, my God. Man. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, I don't know if, if it's more about us raising our awareness or if it's them ready to present themselves. I think it's both. It could be both. Yeah. The message that I kind of like landed on was that. I mean, it's, it's so out, it sounds crazy, but no, I don't. Um, to me, what my theory is so far is that to, they can't hundred percent exist in physical, right? Like all, or at least not all the time, maybe in little pieces, mm-hmm. whether that's because of energy or the moon or whatever you want to, I don't know, for whatever reason. And I wonder if they made some deals with people who are human, right? And Hey, do this and that. And plunge this planet into fear and chaos and control and we'll eventually we'll be able to take it over like that and you guys will be our our rulers or whatever and i have a feeling that all of that fell apart because i think too many people woke up and too many people spoke their freedom and spoke their voice and it blew apart whatever this plan was that was going on and now i think the plan's still going the bad one but it's just not working anymore let me ask you. I think it's falling apart. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I think there's a there's a battle on right now. Well, there's definitely a spiritual battle, but I have yeah. a feeling that there was um that the the negative ones lost. Yeah, and the humans who were supposed to work with them are just following the stupid plan they have, and it's just not it's not going to work because they don't have the backing anymore. Let I kind of think that's going on too. It may be. It may be. Uh. You said maybe not all of them are bad, but yeah, you know, I I would like to hope not. But let me ask you, in, in your particular experience, why do you think prayer stopped them? So for the ones that were going to mess with me, yeah. they were one hundred. Obviously, 100% they were yeah, they were they were bad. Um, but I think there could be different races of them. I don't know. I mean, I've looked a lot into it, and, and yeah, there's always the they talk about the different races of different ones. You can, you know, find that stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't, but you know, we could, there's also the side that 
we like to term you know humans want to term everything right so gods or you know back in the day right or um aliens now or uh prophets or demons or how how do we know that we're not just using a bunch of different words for the same phenomenon I think that in a sense we are. Yeah, I have a feeling that we just keep using all these different phrases and terms, but they are actually those things. There might be the same things. There might be there might be two sides of of them. You know, I don't know. I think there's multiple sides of. Yeah, I, I think just like uh, when it comes to angels uh, or what they call angels, you know, there are different orders and classes of celestial mm-hmm. heavenly beings. Mm-hmm. Uh, angel is its own class seraphim is a class yep. cherubim is a class uh you know different orders i think it's the same thing with the demonic realm why not why wouldn't there be and i here lately because i've i've had an evolution of thought over the years especially doing this show over the last like two oh, and a half years i bet um of what aliens quote unquote are mm-hmm. and i am and it's it's encounters like yours man where you use the name of jesus and they they have to stop for some reason it just that, they stop that sounds a lot like a demonic encounter and that, to me so, to me it sounds like if i didn't do that and just froze up that would whatever was going to happen was going to happen right i it it now maybe I could have commanded them to stop. It may have worked. I don't know. But I was so in the fear spot that they had complete. They it wasn't like a ghost or a demon where I'm like, yo, get out of here, man. It was right. like, oh, it's so. Because to me, you know, in my mind, it was oh, they're always physical beings. Yeah. It doesn't. But I mean, now I don't think that anymore. But I always would think that, and I'm like, well, just like someone could break in your house, you can pray all you want. They're still gonna do whatever the hell they want to do to you. I don't think that they play by those rules. Right. I don't think they actually can play by those rules. Right. They're bound. They're, They're bound, bound to not be able to do that. Yeah. But most people think about it, man. I mean, if we're in the impression these things are all physical and they have free will, which humanity does, right? Doesn't mean everything does. Right. But let's just, but we all think that, oh, they're they're an alien. They can do whatever they want. They came from a planet from forever away, and obviously they can destroy us at any second and da-da-da. You're not going to like naturally pray or exactly. or command them like as you would if you had the knowledge of demons and stuff. You wouldn't do that. That's what I, th- I think. It's some of that's a trick. And if you want to go down a rabbit hole, wouldn't it be Absolutely. interesting if the powers that be that are in cahoots with these things on whatever deal have created the perception of them being uh, mm-hmm. ET from another planet? So you your prayers would do no good yeah so well, I mean, thinking, why do you think they're waging war on all kind of spirits or out in religion i mean exactly they're trying to destroy because if you don't have a faith in that or in at all in something bigger than how are you going to stop an alien yeah it's, I, it's even like how whitewashed the the christian church is go there go to a, a, a typical baptist church to start talking about demons and angels and how it's a real spiritual war around you they'll be like oh yeah the devil's out to get you but they'll leave it at that you know they don't want to go deeper into the reality of it because because the the dark truth is that the reality that we live in is nothing of what reality really is right 
and that there's magic and demons and yes. fucking angels and everything else all happen at the same damn time. Yep. And some people are tapping into it and some people aren't. And the ones who are seemingly always seem to be the ones that are in control of all the wealth and all the power. <laughs> it's funny how that keeps happening. Yeah, I know something. But yet there's nothing there. Yep. But yet it keeps happening. Yep. Everything's real, yeah. man. Everything's it's all, real. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> Which to me actually gives me a better sense of I like that because it oh, makes yeah. it it makes reality way more interesting than just the bland version that they want everyone to think is there. Right. And you know, there's a comfort in everything being real. You don't have to worry about, you know, what to believe, this or that. You know, it's all real. And yeah. you're on the good side. You know what to do to keep mm -hmm. yourself prayed up, to keep your family protected. Mm -hmm. Now there's a, a better understanding and here comes peace, you know. And that's that's that it's funny because after this experience, I was like, okay, I'm not scared of that anymore. Yeah. So that you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I whatever the ones were that they were bad for sure, but I don't know if there's other ones that aren't, or I don't know if they're all the same classification. I don't know. Like we don't know. Right. And the the part that's terrible about all that is humans in the past probably knew because they had that more knowledge and everything oh, yeah. got hidden and everything got deleted and everything got destroyed and it's like we're figuring out stuff that they probably already knew yes absolutely we are and now we're like playing catch up but now we have these things yep 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 where'd that come from <laughs> i mean <laughs> it doesn't even make sense honestly that, I know. that freaking that device i mean i remember before all of that and it was a way different situation yeah like perfect example with with computers and technology the way it's exploded you're born in 85 i was born in 80 so it's very similar in age. Mm -hmm. um my dad he bought this tandy computer right when i was about 12 years old and he said this computer has one gigabyte of memory you will never in your lifetime be use able it. to use up one gigabyte <laughs> I got a 128 gig flash drive. Right well, that, that's a that's a small one. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on, man. I know I'm up to like the terabytes now. Yeah, that's what my phone is. My phone's yeah. a terabyte. Like, it's like ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. It's ridiculous. But yet, I don't want to even go into the whole. We can't go back to the moon though. But okay. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> but, back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, back, back to the moon. The Man. whole thing, it's a it's a show, but um, but yeah, I think that uh, I think this life that I've had of all this stuff, it's just I always it's weird. I have like I I don't ever have revelations of things like when I put together two different ideas and it makes sense, or even when I did a past the past life thing, I wasn't like mind blown. Like it's always every time. Oh, I feel like I'm remembering this that I knew this already every time no matter what it is whether it's the elites controlling the world or magic is real or demons and it's always the same thing as oh okay i need that already yeah it's like remembering yeah i never get i never get that like reality shattering like oh my god yeah it's always I, like oh i knew that i had a feeling <laughs> you're blessed because i wish because i i've had my my world rocked a few times like wait a minute you know it's like it'll hit me like it, it is like a revelation for me i'm like oh wait what? i've just it always it just logically it is because i'm like oh i didn't know that yeah but then deep down if i'm really like thinking about it, i'm like i feel like 
I knew that. Or I feel like, or maybe just resonates, but I've never had, it feels like remembering. That's the best way for me to phrase it. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, I know now. Which is annoying, because I'd rather just know now than not five years from now. Just tell me, tell me all of it now. If I knew all this other stuff from other stuff, give it up. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me get caught up to my past. That yeah, because it's not, it's <laughs> not playing catch up. I feel like I'm still playing catch up. Well, let me ask you if if you don't mind sharing, because I know some things are a little personal, man. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you never have to worry about failing. If you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code Bump 22 and save 10% site-wide. All right, that's Bump, B-U-M-P, 22 to save 10% site-wide. This is a veteran-owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America, the buckles, the zippers, the straps, American-made. There's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. But wait, there's more. <laughs> hey, Chris messaged me and said that if you guys use Bump22 as the promo code this year, that he's going to increase that discount to 15%. So get on there now, use Bump 22, save 15% site-wide at SquatchSurvivalGear.com. This past life regression. Oh, it's... I'm very interested in that. So what I will say, I will, yeah, I, don't, I talk about it. I've, I've done it on the thing before. Um, that was the craziest experience. It's so, I don't, you never done it, right? No, I haven't done it. So when you do it, it's, you're conscious. You're not like hypnotized and not knowing what's going on. Like you are aware of your surroundings. Like I did it in my living room. And the memories that you're having is, they're happening. Like you don't have the emotion attached to what the, is going on. But like 
it's you're watching it happen and then eventually you're the person in the memory mm. um and really i just wanted i ended up just wanting to do it one day, in 2020 actually funny enough when everything didn't make any damn sense anymore yep and i was like this whole damn world's a clown world like what is going on yep and i was like I, i'm gonna do this so i i went to this lady or emailed this lady that my mom did it for my mom and we did it on zoom which i was like this is gonna work on zoom like how's this work <laughs> and it works <laughs> nice. but you know she's super nice lady and you know we, we lay down on the couch you know you get comfortable she kind of guides you into it and um as you're doing it you know you're in the beginning it's like she's like you're walking on a path what does it look like and i'm like oh it's dirt there's sand there's this okay what is there any trees oh there's that you know you're like kind of like it's weird because you're like am i just making this up you know it feels like at first like am i just making this up or but then it starts getting real specific and you're like to make this up you'd actually have to like really like think about this and you're kind of like in this autopilot mode right now yeah. you know like your consciousness is there but it's not in control right and she's like keep walking you're gonna see um your spirit guide the one that's gonna help you through this and tell me what he looks like when you get up the road a little bit so i come up on the road and there's a tall guy with a white hood and a white cloak and he looks kind of egyptian with like a goatee and i'm like oh hey and he says hi and she's like you can ask his name and i ask his name and he gives me his name and i'm like okay and he's like i'm gonna help you too so you you keep walking for me i keep walking and she's like you're gonna see three doors and when you see them tell me what they look like so like i see three doors and she just says what do they look like like you know she didn't give me a prompt of what it is and I see like a white marble door. It's beautiful, like stunning. Next to that one is a gold door, all gold etchings in it, all kinds of stuff. And on the right is like a wooden door. It looks like it was someone put out a fire, like it's black and smoldering mm. and looks just like it was a fire. And she's like, well, what, what do you need? What do you need to go in? And I'm like, I want to go in that white door or the gold door, but I, I think I need to go in this crappy looking bird yeah man and she's like just go in the door so we go in the door and um i'm in like a bamboo forest but there's like a village like huts and different things and they're on fire they're on fire and i'm explaining like to me i'm like watching like a movie like it's like a it's like i'm watching it my me me watching that right and i'm like oh there and i'm explaining there's these huts there's bamboo everywhere i hear metal hitting each other like i don't know if they're weapons or something and she's like, I right, go towards that noise. So I, I walk into, into the brush a little bit and I find a clearing. And then there's a guy with a sword, like a like a like a samurai type looking guy. And across from him is another guy. And he has a woman in front of him that he's like threatening. And then there's a a, a dead kid on the ground, which is terrible. And she's like, well, what's going on? So I'm explaining it. And I'm like, well, there's this guy and there's this. She's like, well, what's happening? You know, and what happened what's happening is that this other warrior with the woman is strong like super strong and the warrior apparently that's me knows that if i try to fight this dude one-on-one -on -one, he's gonna kill me he's a better fighter than me he's stronger than me i've spent my whole life mastering the sword and i'm gonna lose and all of this means nothing if i lose to this dude wow so and as I'm telling the story, I'm like, I'm saying this guy. Well, eventually it becomes I. Yeah. Because it's me, is what it is. And she, and pretty much 
the idea, unfortunately, my bad self is like, let him kill your wife. That was my wife and kid. Let him kill her. And when he kills her, you can kill him. And I let it happen and kill him. Mm-hmm. And after he's dead, I had the realization, I just let my wife die so I could win. All right. So that my way of the sword and my job of being a samurai and all the hours I've spent is not meaningless. So I let my family die just to prove that I didn't waste my time. So she's like, what's the next? Because you always jump, like, what's the next event that's memorable? So the next event was after that realization, I went after the, the guy who sent these dudes. And we fought, and I killed him, and he killed me, and I was laying dying in the ground with a sword in my belly, and the realization was, well, at least I got him, and I honorably got rid of the guy who did all this, and then right before I blacked out, it was, you just wasted your whole life. You literally let your family die just to, what, honorably kill this guy? Like, you let them kill your wife. You didn't even try. Wow. So then you come out of it and I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, well, what is this teaching me? And it's right. teaching me, like, and it's relevant to my normal life now because I I never believe like overworking, right? Like I just I will not do it. Like my father was finance, he's a finance manager, car business, nine to nine every day, dude. Great provider, great dad, but damn exhausted on Sunday. You don't get much time. Right. Pulls up late to baseball practice. He still went. But, you know, yeah, and I always grew up like, I'm not going to work like that. I don't believe in overworking the point of you're missing your family stuff. Like, I just, it's not what I believe in. I worked in a call center job, sales. I ended up being the number one person there. Only 40 hours a week. Everyone else was doing 60 hours. I still beat everyone. Because I was like, I'm not going to do that. So it's super relevant because oh, yeah. you know, I don't believe in that. Yeah. So in this life, I pretty much believe this work has to mean is more important than my wife my kid anything because if i lose to this dude i wasted my life yeah and i'd rather him kill her than me admit that i that i'm a weaker and b i wasted my life which is terrible but lesson learned right but it's a good lesson so i'm back at the doors and i'm like oh shit that's like a relevant right b just like you you feel it like you don't feel like you kind of feel the emotion, but you're just like, man, like, ah, man, that's crazy. Like, so she's like, do you need to do another one? And I was like, yeah. And there's a gold, the gold door. And I'm like, I got to go to the gold one. She's like, well, normally we don't do two in one session, but if you feel like you need to do it, let's do it. And I'm like, I, I got to do it. So I go through that one and I'm getting whipped, hit, like beat. And I'm in Egypt. And I'm building a statue and I'm chiseling this damn statue and this asshole's hitting me with a whip saying, hurry up, hurry up. And I'm just like doing it. Go home. I have a kid there, a boy and a wife. Super happy, super loving. I'm literally a slave in the day and getting beat. But at night, I'm happy. I have the family. That's what I want. So I don't care. It doesn't matter. Right. So then the next event, the wife is giving birth and she dies in childbirth and I get left with a daughter and I already had the boy and it's just me and them so then it skips what's the next so then the next event is I'm like a grandfather now I own all this land 
a big ass house. I'm the architect of the city, very wealthy. The kids have grown up, they have kids, there's grandkids running around. I'm on the riverbank and I literally built from nothing a life of wealth and happiness and everything. Manifested this whole thing by hard work, by whatever. So then the next event was you're on your deathbed. I'm on my deathbed and everyone's there. The kids, the grandkids, the great grandkids. The only thing missing is the wife. Right. So the wife, my wife's soul comes and says, come on with me. It's time to go to the next, you know, after this. And next time I promise that we'll live a whole life. This won't happen again. So then I come out of that one and she's like, what is, and I'm like, I literally went from nothing to almost everything. Right. <laughs> almost close. Right. Didn't have that because she died, but I built from, and I believe in you can create your own life and everything. So again, resonates because this guy went from nothing to literally wealth, family, everything you could ever want besides the wife passing away. And he did it himself. He built this, he crafted this. He literally was an architect. He literally built his life. Right. You know, so then she's like, well, in these, in these memories, who were these people? And the wife in all in both is my current one. She's my second, she's my second wife. I got we got I got divorced before. Right. So it was her both time. And which is funny because when we first got together, I was like, I feel like I know this woman. Yep. Like I felt all that. I've never felt that before. I felt all that stuff. So it's relevant. The uh the kids in the in the memories in the samurai one was my daughter, my current daughter that I that I have. And then in the in the second one with the boy and the daughter was my daughter again. And my first marriage, I raised her son from nine years old. He calls me dad. He actually looks like me, which is super weird because we're not biologically related at all. Right. It was, it was him. And then in the third life, where it was the kids and the grandkids, the grandkids were my current stepsons with my current life. Wow. And then it was my daughter and then my other son. Yeah. So they're all in it. Like, yeah. It's all relevant. And so when I came out of all this, I'm like, this is so relevant to me as a person, to what I believe in, to my everything about me is literally this lines up perfectly and she asked me do you want to go through the white door and i'm like i really do but uh -huh. i'm not ready i knew i said i'm not ready and she goes well your guide will go with you when you when you're ready i'm like cool i still haven't gone through it yet but really? i know i know it's a greek situation or something going on with greece behind that door yeah um i just haven't felt like it's time yet i'm sure i'm gonna do it again soon but, yeah um 100 percent it's a greek thing really no no doubt in my mind i don't know what i'm, I'm not sure but um but yeah and right. ever since then my intuition has been super strong right um i can ask his by his name and he will i can hear him and i don't know how that sounds so fucking crazy i can communicate with him when i want to right um and and i ask for guidance he literally i can he can talk he talks to me whenever whenever i need it whenever i want to and it's pretty damn cool man it is cool but ever since then it's been like it, it it's oh, okay actually i forgot the most important part so right before it ends right before i come out she's like he's gonna give you something that's gonna help you remember everything you learned and he pulls out a giant like a big ink quill pen which it's actually this tattoo right out nice. and he goes this is for you and i grab it he goes 
your warrior fighting is not with with this anymore. It's with this and talking and your bright your writing is what you need to fight with. That is what's gonna wake people up. Put the sword away. You don't need it anymore. Right. Pick up the pen. This is how you're gonna change things. You don't need to fight physically anymore. So I was like super relevant. Right. right. I just finished writing my first novel during that, right before. So it was really relevant. I love it. Yeah. And then he goes and he gives me two more things. The next thing is a golden coin with with an eye, like the all-seeing eye on it. Yeah. And he goes, This is so you see through the bullshit of reality. You will never be taken advantage of or lied to and believe anything like that again. You'll see through any of that, whether it's people or systems or whatever all this stuff so this is so you never get tricked again and then the last thing was a wooden sigil of a tree almost like the tree of life with a circle yep. and he's like this represents your written word is going to go out into the world like roots and it's going to spring in people and get them to start waking up and spark wow. things in them spark creativity and it's going to go out and do that and this is so you don't forget don't ever stop writing Wow. And of course, my writing has exploded since all this. Yeah. Of course. Um, but yeah, it was it was insane. So the, I'm gonna get I got this already tat- tattooed, but I have to get um I'm gonna get some kind of pyramid with the eye on it. With I already know what I want to do. I think the eye of Horus actually. Yeah. And then I'm gonna get it, the tree somehow. Yeah. But it, it's just it's my path is that you know. Of course, I'm not doing it full time. You know, got to work other job right now, but right. It, it's gotten more popular. I mean, my web comics have gotten more popular. Um, I got six million reads on one. I mean, that's what? pretty crazy. Yeah, almost a hundred thousand subscribers on that one, and then the other what? one. Yeah, the other one's really interesting because when I first started writing, when I was like twenty, it was just a. I bet my sister. I bet I could write. She's like, no, you can't. Whatever. Wrote a whole story. Found an artist. They quit halfway through it. Like it. For years, my first project has never really 100% been made. Yeah. And I found this studio contacted me. Hey, we want to work with you. Do you have a story to pitch? I pitched my original one, although updated because I'm a better writer 15 years later. And they latched onto it, paid for an art team. It's called The Fallen. It's about fallen angels. Oh, yeah. Coming to Earth. Let's go. Mating with women, making Nephilim. One of the sons fights against his father. I mean, it's the whole, it's the whole damn thing. It's, it's yes. I love it. It's amazing. Um, that's your alien encounter, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's our Nephilim. That's that. I know, right? Nephilim. This is the yeah. And I put in that story a lot of winks and a lot of things that, um, you know, that I know, and it's popular. I mean, it's. I hope it gets bigger, of course, but it's amazing. It's a great story. It's my original story I ever wanted to tell. Ain't nothing like it out there. Tell me how to get to it. <laughs> um, so all you gotta do is go to uh, voice.me and it's V-O-Y-C-E. And if they're up and coming web comic platform, they're they're pretty they have some really good stuff. It's called The Fallen. You'll see it. It's, it's on their main page. Yeah. And it comes out weekly. Um, and it's amazing because uh, the art is what I've always wanted my story to have is that kind of art. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and I put a lot of things in there that, you know, a little sprinkle of, of uh, hopefully, hopefully seeds that may make people think a little bit more, a little deeper on things. And you wrote a novel too. Yeah. So do I have, Oh, I do have it. I, don't uh, I got it right here. So I tried to get it published through a thing, but that was a crap shoot. So I just did regular Amazon publishing, yes. but it's a incarnate is what it's called. I don't know if it's flipped or not, but oh, it's good. 
Yeah, Incarnate Rise of the Remnant. This is a hardcover. You can order it like that on Amazon. It's sci-fi fantasy mixed with uh some ancient. How do I want to say it? I don't want to. I don't want to give this. I don't want to spoil it. Mixed with some ancient uh belief systems, I guess I'll use. Um, yeah, it's my take. Like imagine Walking Dead, but with AI robots, not zombies. Just awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That was my that was my 2020 project. I was like, I'm gonna write a freaking novel. I've never done it. I always write script writing is different than novels. And, you know, way different. And that was, you know, I did that because I was like, I'm gonna see if I can do hard. It's very difficult. Yeah. You know, I I'm about 80 percent. Well maybe 80% done with the book. I tried to start in 2020. I tried to do a podcast and a book. That's too much. They too see much. it's too much. Too much. Too much. Can't do that. So it's just sitting there. It's been sitting there for two full years now, just idle. But man. yeah, I was really like, oh, I'm going to get a book deal. It, you know, it can happen, I guess. But yeah, I wrote it and I have two more that I want to write in that series, but it just, I was like, I'm not going to put the effort. It's so much effort, dude. Yeah. You know, to write that thing. Do it. Just, I know, but I have I have other stuff. Then there's another book. I'm like twenty thousand words. The yeah. webcomic. Yeah, the webcomics are amazing. They're hey, they're really fun. If you have links, shoot me links and I'll oh, put them on the show notes. And if not, then I'll just go through and I'll find links to it. No, I got Justin into you. Sweet, man. Cause I mm-hmm. I want people to see this. Uh, Jordan, I've absolutely loved talking to you. <laughs> it's like I feel like there's there's stories because you just nonchalantly just glaze over some things that <laughs> that make whole episodes you know what I mean so I um, mean it's just it's it's so weird to me the uh yeah I don't know I I used to be so scared of the ghost stuff and now it's just it's not I mean it in this house we're in now about six months ago we came downstairs and I swear there were scratch marks on the wall and I was like what is this it looked like actually I'll tell you this is actually pretty cool so it looked like something was holding the, the side of the door frame right. and then pulled. Hmm. What we found out is that my wife's best friend, who was her maid of honor in, her, in our wedding, she's like super psychic and everything else. Um, she came for our wedding. We just celebrated our one year anniversary lot yesterday. So like a year ago. Anniversary. Yeah, thank you. So we pick her up from the airport, right? And she comes in the door and she goes... Who's the old man spirit that someone has seen in this house? And we're like, what happened a month before that was our son woke up middle of the night and in the in the hallway saw a man, a human, not a shadow, like a person, walking to his door, turned and went down the stairs. And when that happened, I came upstairs because I just got home right after. And I'm like, Joshua, you're right, man. He's like, I saw someone in the hallway. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he was a tall old man. It looked like my mom's grand grandpa. And I'm like, all right, we'll go back to bed, man. Don't worry about it. Right. And he's like, okay. So he goes to bed. Well, we didn't tell her this. So when she walks in her house and starts saying that, we're like, tell us more. <laughs> like, all what right. else do you know? All right. And she goes, Well, it's well, we tell her the story, obviously, now. And she goes, Oh, it makes sense. You, yeah, he's here to protect your family because right before y'all's wedding, to, it was like two days later, uh, there's a lot of bad energy getting thrown at you guys from the people. And he's here to make sure everything goes without a hitch. Number one. Number two, our son Joshua, he's very intuitive. He doesn't realize it. And he's going to start seeing stuff. And he wanted him to at least see him first Yeah. before he sees other things. So he made himself look 
as a human as he normally did. Yeah. Joshua saw him when he was one. He doesn't even know him. Right. And we showed a picture and he goes, That's the guy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How old, how and, old uh, boy now? Oh, he's 15. Um, this happened like two years ago. So he's right. like 13. But yeah, he uh so she goes, he's here to protect your family. He's here, he wanted Joshua to see him because he's gonna see stuff and he didn't want him to see something really scary as his first thing. Right. And she goes, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna watch out for you guys. Now, my theory on what was that scratch thing on the wall, she also told us, which is you'll find this interesting, that when I was a kid and I had saw the UFO and maybe the man bat thing and some of the weird stuff, this neighborhood that I'm in right now in this house is the same neighborhood I grew up in. My old house is five houses down from this house. What? It's literally right down the street. What? Not only that, it's the same model house. So when I walked into this one, I was like, oh my God, I'm getting all these memories from when I was a little kid. Yeah. Not the same house, but literally it's five. The lake is right down the road. That big lake with the freaking meteorite in it. Yeah. It's, it's five houses down from here. So our friend said, she goes, well, this neighborhood, there's a portal in this neighborhood and weird stuff happens. And then she goes, there's actually an old lady that died back in the day that haunts this neighborhood. And she looks really scary. She was run over by a horse and buggy. Our neighbor, six months before our friend came, said that there's a fucking old lady ghost in this neighborhood. What? 100%. And we're like, and she goes, your granddad told her, don't come in this house. This is off limits. Don't ever come in here. Go out there, whatever. This is not where you're going to be. And I have a feeling that she got in one day and he dragged her ass out. And that's why there was this fucking scratch in the wall. Man. Hey, Isn't look, that crazy? That, get that woman to holler at me, man. <laughs> I like this psychic out here too. <laughs> Isn't, that, Isn't that crazy? But yeah, she um she didn't know any of that stuff. And we don't, you know, why would we tell her? But yeah, our old lady neighbor was like, there's this woman that that haunts. She told us. I I I was like, whatever, you know, back then I was like, I okay, she told my wife. But yeah, she came in and said, There's an old lady. She wouldn't know that. She lives in Florida. We're in Virginia. How would you know any of that? <laughs> she don't know any of that. Wow. I love yeah. it. So I think old man grandpa whipped her ass. I don't know what <laughs> he dragged her out. But yeah, but there's a scratch, and we're like, "What is this?" And it's it's high. It's not like the dog. We have a little dog anyway, but right. it's like at the top of the door. It looks like yeah, was holding on, and like he said, "Get out!" Yeah, I, I was like, "Hey, man, crazy it. man." <laughs> look, please send me those links. Let me get, I gotcha. let me get that put on the show notes here. Uh, I got about half a mind for you to send me a, a drop a pin on Google Earth or something so I can see where that lake is. Because if you won't go out there, I want to go. Out. <laughs> it's literally right there. It's right down the road. I drive by it every day. <laughs> Please go. Just just go like drag a fishing line. Oh, my buddy's like, yeah, my buddy's pond. I know. I got to text him about that. Yeah. Yeah, holler at him, man. Let me know what happens. I'm like, yo, can you can you like figure this out? Because if, if that's a meteorite, we can get paid. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be doing good. But and if it's not there, worms. What were those? <laughs> dude, it was sharp. That's what was weird. That is weird. It, it was like diamond shaped, like that kind of flat top, and it was it was sharp. They had to have gloves to pick it up. It was heavy. What? It was so so weird. That's I think about it all the time. I really am like, was like, what was that? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Dig that up. I know. I gotta fish it out. <laughs> well, look. I'll I'll, I'll let you off here now because I I could 
try to go back to past stories you've been telling me and get you to expand on every single one of them. But if you yeah, if you want to, if you want to ask a few more questions, man, that's I don't have nowhere to be. It's only seven (laughs) o'clock. If you want to ask, please ask. I love expanding on it more, and maybe you'll connect something that I didn't notice. You know, I mean, it's it's so long ago. Just a couple of things that jumped straight out, man. I was like, one, you're talking about this all kicked off with a ufo experience i think so around the age of 13 and now something like that uh, it's your it's your stepson right yeah at 13 he started experiencing you know it's like that that age man it's like something that's the age you know that, that that stuff always seems to happen and that little girl spirit you're like oh she wasn't anything bad what, how do we know that wasn't something presenting itself as a little girl to drop your defenses? It could be. I never, so I never saw her. Well, actually, oh man, you just see, you reminded me of something. So the little girl, I never saw the little girl. My dad saw her, my stepmom saw her, and actually, my best friend, his little brother, we were playing Twisted Metal, I remember, back on PlayStation. <laughs> and me and my friend were upstairs looking at cheat codes on the computer. And he was downstairs with my little brother playing on the big, you know, big old square TV, like a big ass. Like, and, you know, load screens go black, right? So, and, you know, back then the load screens were like two minutes long. So we're typing on the computer, looking at codes, whatever, dude. And we hear a scream from one of them. And they went from downstairs in the living room up the stairs to where the computer was in two seconds. <laughs> Turn around, we're like, "What's going on?" And they they can't talk. They're like, "I'm like, what's going on?" When it popped up the load screen in the black, the little girl was standing behind them. No, no, that's nightmare. That's it's nightmare. Nightmare fuel, man. Uh, now I did have a my do I do have a little sister that was small at that age, but she wasn't there that night. Right. I had two sisters. They weren't there. So it wasn't them. So I will never, they were so scared. Like, I, so they did see it. So that, I never saw that one. So right. maybe it was, I don't know. I mean, all I know is that at some point it left for some reason. Um, I was remember I was in the hospital with my dad and he looks, he goes, he says, my sister, why is she out of bed? Because they look similar. Right. And we go inside and she's just fast asleep. She wasn't awake. Mm. You know, so it's just, it's weird stuff but yeah we haven't i haven't seen no one's seen that thing in a long time man. it could have been you're right i mean maybe you're right maybe it was something bad some spooky stuff man That's yeah stuff hey if if you would do me the honor i'd like to have you back on again sometime absolutely man i love uh, talking about this stuff i, I sure. realize now that people need the more people that talk about this stuff a it's going to help us link things together yes as far as what could it be but b every i don't know everyone but I would say everyone has either experienced something that they can't explain or has a friend or family who has. Yeah. And until as society, we start talking about this stuff honestly and openly without judgment and, oh, you're crazy. We're never going to figure out what is going on yeah. or what is the real reality that that's there that we don't want to admit. I think I already know it, yeah. but I think a lot of people need to realize like this ain't all figured out. And just because we can't see it with this doesn't mean it's there not there i mean we can only see how much light with this they're probably standing they're literally probably all around us all the time there is a spiritual war all the time i think it's constant and i think that there's uh, as evil as it sounds certain people who kick off certain events to create mass energy release 
sadness, fear, whatever. Yes. And these things just eat it like a freaking Thanksgiving meal. Yep. And I think that there was some kind of deal made along the way somewhere. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I, yeah. I think on that note, I think that uh, TV like networks like Netflix, I think they they do some dark dealing, man. Like, like I'll tell you when I write, right? I'll yeah. I like I'm gonna write my my next chapter, right? I'll go. I put on some certain kind of music I like to listen to, and I go to write. I do not get writer's block. I'm not trying to brag about that, but what I'm trying to say is when I go to write, I tune in to something to write. And I'm not just the one that's making up everything. Right. There's there's some kind of free flow, whether I'm pulling from God or whatever it is, it's 100% true. And I know that if when people get ideas to do stuff, create something or invent something, and they don't do it because of fear or they don't know how to figure it out or they don't want to put in the time, someone else will get that same idea and they will do it at some point soon within usually a year. Yep. 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 Because the way I see it is there's certain things out there and we just, our brain or our soul taps into it yep. like an antenna and grabs it. And if you grab it and don't do anything with it, there's some kind of time limit on it where someone else gets it because for some reason, whatever this thing is has to be made. Yeah. It's supposed to be made. Yeah. I, I believe that. I believe that there's, you know, that, what they call it an open hand of blessings or whatever it's yeah. like a net it's like it's yeah. like a network it's like a network actually it comes out we're all plugged in but when i go to write here we go to my, if i'm gonna do it tonight i'm gonna put on the music sometimes i don't even need the music i like the music but i'll put it on and i'll just i'm writing like i'm not 100 the person doing it there's something coming through whether that's ideas or god or whatever you want to say or the universe it's something that's happening. It's like channeling the story. It's okay to call it God. You yeah, know, it's that's okay. What it is. You know, and if it's an anointing, you know, if it's a if it's a gift, then then plant those seeds for that tree, man. Uh, you know, to bear good fruit. I mean, it literally says we're made in His image. So the, yes. the point that they're trying to say is, we are God ourselves here, living physically, but we can create whatever we want unfortunately a lot of people do bad stuff with that but you literally can you're literally god right now experiencing this stupid world create something do something do something whatever lights your soul on fire do it because it. it's not working at a stupid job for 40 hours 80 hours that's not the point the point was not supposed to be that no it was not and we all got trapped in that stupid rat race to that and there is ways out of it um i feel but there is something that we're you know, me, I know what I'm, I'm going to write stories. And in my stories, I'm going to put things that I feel that I know or little seeds and whatever I want. And they will go out and do stuff. They will either make someone think something a different way or feel the emotions of the character in the story, whatever, I, whatever ends up being. That's the point of what I'm supposed to be doing. There you go. Now I just need to make full-time money from it. And I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's, a, that's what we're all trying to catch is that train, you know? That that whole, I know at some point it will happen, but I know that all these experiences that I've been through have absolutely opened my creativity to be able to write stuff. Yeah, it, it's all preparing you for what lies ahead, man. You exactly. know, I, I, I use the story with my students, which, you know, I, I tread a thin line something. Uh, I use the story of Daniel or David, I'm sorry, of David and Goliath, 
you know, Goliath's the, the main event. Yeah. But before he met Goliath, David, this this young shepherd, was one, he was entrusted with these sheep. But before he fought Goliath, he had to face off with a bear. He had to face off with a lion. And then he meets Goliath. Who, by the way, was probably a Nephilim. Just yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was definitely a Nephilim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, the bear and the lion, as scary as that had to be, that took that fear away from him. You know, it prepared him for what he's going to have to face eventually. To where yeah, when because, he saw Goliath, he says, there's this thing that shouldn't yeah. be here and needs to be wiped out. And yeah. hey, buddy, I needed to get you to the spot where you're not scared, right? Not scared of it. Exactly. Exactly. So when it's time for seeing Goliath, he's like, he's got nothing for me, man. And you know, a lot of this stuff, like either ghost, demon, or alien, whatever, the feeling that you get from it, to me, you need to remember that. Yes. Because if it's of the light, it's not going to feel scary. I mean, it will feel scary because it's unknown, probably a little bit, but it won't feel against your will. Whatever they wanted to do, I didn't say they could do that to me. Right. They were going to do it because I didn't know that I could stop them or ask for help or whatever. Yeah. They were going to do it. It was going to ha- it was 100% going to happen. If I didn't ask Maybe if I had the not the fear mindset, I could have broke it myself, maybe. But if I didn't ask for help, the other side couldn't help me. Right. And that's the part that people need to think about and remember, because you have to ask. If you don't ask, they won't do it. The other side will do it because they don't give a shit about that. The bad side, well, they don't, they ain't going to ask you. They're just going to do it. Well, they have a good side. They're allowed to do it. They're going to do it. Until you tell them no or until you ask for help. If you ask for help, then you're fine. But people don't ask for help. They don't ask for guidance because they want to think they have everything figured out. That's not the point. You can't have everything figured out. You don't even know what reality is. How could you have everything figured out? (laughs) Exactly. You think that the world is whatever it is. It's not even that at all. Right. So how could you have anything figured out? Exactly. Right? So, yeah. And you've been lied to and for generations and indoctrination and history being hidden from you. You don't know shit. Yep. So why do you think you, you know you know this? You don't. No one does. That's the, that's the thing. But if you ask for help, they are allowed to do it. And I think that's, I think there is a rule or a law or something that's built into this creation of this reality that that's there our free will for good or bad is there it can't be crossed on at least by the good side by the bad side i'm sure they love to step on it but they need yeah. you to think that you're not stronger than them yeah and you know by, by whatever sins we commit or our parents committed or however it works something gives them authority to torment us until we get away from that you know, until we until we can break that stronghold you know and about if, if we if it's by praying if it's by you know, I, I don't think it's just flaws. praying. I think it's, I don't know. I mean, I really believe if in the moment I wasn't scared shitless and I would, that's why I was praying. I was like, you better help me. Cause I can't, I don't know what the hell's <laughs> going on now. If it, I don't think it ever will. Cause they've quote been warned, whatever that means. Right. Um, if it happened again, I would probably try myself first just to see, cause now I want to, you know, not that I want to, but I would try. And then I was like, Oh, it doesn't work. All right. I'm praying, whatever. But like, I think, I think that the whole game works on knowledge that was hidden away from us. So we don't understand. And then the fear part, 
the fear part because if you're if you're so scared because this thing is i mean it's abnormal even right. seeing a ghost or or a shadow person right you wake up you're asleep you wake up and you see something standing there it's fucking scary it you could, i don't care how old you are right it's, it's scary because it ain't supposed to be there it's not supposed to be there there's nothing supposed right. to be standing in your door but there's something there's a big thing standing in your door or even a little kid yeah my kids are that's not my kid whatever like it's scary it's scary but the whole point is like we are so scared because we don't have the knowledge because most of the people who grew up and saw stuff never told anybody right because they didn't want to be looked down on or the parents say oh you're just a stupid kid or you just imagined it like i'm i'm grateful that my family didn't do that because then you wouldn't tell anybody you know like there's so many people who have experiences like if i talk about it someone's like oh I it's literally everybody, dude. I, everyone has something. Oh, everybody's got a story. Yeah, like, and and in this world about yours, it helps somebody else come out. Like I get emails every week. Oh, I'm so glad so and so is on the show. Yeah, here's here's what's going on with me. Like, do you want to talk about it? And it'll be yes or no. You know, like they're not ready to talk about it, but they want to let me know. You know, because they just want someone to hear them. Yeah, they just want someone better. to be like, I'm not saying that that did it did or didn't happen to you and maybe there are people i mean i have a whole bunch of ideas about you know schizophrenia and different things like that but regardless um i'm not gonna say that you're lying like if it happened to you experience like i'm talking about my past life thing someone could be like oh you just made all that up well i know my mind i'm a writer i know what i can i know i can make up things right i'm gifted at that but i know in the moment that's not what was going on I can't convince someone of that. Right. You know, I, it doesn't matter. Does it really yeah, matter? It, 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 it doesn't matter really, if they believe it. Doesn't even, it well, it doesn't even matter because it was relevant to me. It's only supposed to be relevant to me. Right. It's not supposed to be relevant to other people. It was my life that I've Right. So what does it matter? That's it. I love but it. But I know, I mean, I told, I've said it since a kid. I've, I've told everyone, and I, I said, I'm not doing Earth again. I'm done. I've always said that. This is the last go around. I'm sick of this planet. I don't care what's next, whatever. I'm done. It's the last one. I literally said it my whole life. Which everybody, <laughs> it's my wife tells weird... me all the time. Yeah, this is this is my last time. This is the last time. Like I'm I'm not doing this again. Like this place is insane. You know, I I think that whether we like it or not, it might be our last time, man. Well, I I'm probably is. Send me send me somewhere else, man. There's another planet. Out there. <laughs> this might be it. This, this might this, be it. This planet is just. I think it's hitting the crescendo of of everything, and I think it will be different. I do. Um, but, you know, I, I when I, in 2020, oh man, rabbit holes. And I'm just like everything. I mean, I've always had certain ideas, but really figured a lot of stuff out. Yeah. And, it, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure you've gone through people who have gone through awakening are like, there's a dark time in there. Oh yeah. Of like, everything is like, it's a lie to you. Like you're everything you thought is how things worked is not true that i got that reality check when i was still in the air force it was like my last year it was around the end of 2008 Mm -hmm. that's when i i had a few people red pill me you know for lack of better words man no that's what that's what it is that's what it is it's a red you know okay and i did not want to believe it i there was a lot of things that i found out and learned about and it's just like then i just plunged into it all and i'll tell you when you it's uh, you know it's so cliche to talk about it now but the matrix thing is correct once you actually see some stuff like this 
and you see the truth, you can't go back to not seeing no, it. No, in no. fact, you see it even more. Yep. In shows, in docu- in in movies, you're like, my God, what? It's like everywhere. Yeah, that's why. Like we we sit here to watch movies. You know, it's Halloween season. You know, so they want to watch scary movies. Sure. I I can't enjoy it. I can't enjoy music. There's like a certain genre of music I can still allow myself to listen to, but music in general, it's it's dead to me. It's sad. Or dead. Yeah, like I don't. There's no entertainment here. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's like just gaining knowledge. That's about all. That's about all there's left. Now I I love watching movies and shows and stuff like that. I'm a writer, you know, all that stuff, but. A lot of times I can I'll be all right, but there sometimes I'll watch something and I'll, something will be in it, and I'm like, anyone see this? That, like, that, you know that, what that this is talking about? Very and you just you just sitting there like, and no one no one knows because they don't they didn't go into it. Right. Like, I'll give a before we end here a perfect example the movie of uh, I think it's called Fresh. Okay, it's got um, the guy from. The Marvel hero movies that was uh Bucky Barnes, Sebastian Stan, right? Okay, yeah. He pl- he plays this debonair, handsome dude. This girl meets, they hit it off. He takes her away to a cabin within two weeks of knowing her. Obviously, we know this is probably not going to go well, right? But anyway, long story short, I'm not trying to spoil it. So, you want to watch it? You're listening. Tune out of this part. But he he's he's a cannibal. Okay. But now is he a cannibal? He kidnaps women, kills them, cuts them up. And sells the meat. He's the 1% of the 1%. Okay? This is what he said. And his clientele are very, very uh, rich and very wealthy and very powerful and all this stuff. Yeah. Here's the part that gets, that you're like, okay. Towards the end of the movie, it shows his clients. And he's shipping the meat boxes, like in a HelloFresh box. They get every Friday, they get a box of human meat. And they eat it like steak, whatever. Well, it's showing these powerful people eating. How is there one of the people eating on a white plate and the meat's in the center, which is obviously a piece of one of the girls. He cuts it up. He's eating it. It's showing the montage of this. And guess what symbol is sitting right in the middle of the plate? POTUS. Um, Baphomet. The horned oh, no. Indian. Literally Whoa. under the meat, when he's eating, he cuts it and he takes it up. The yeah, bang. the red logo, with the, the circle in the face with the horns. Yeah. All, and if you know, you know about that. Yeah. And I'm, I literally looked at him and I said, I can't believe they just put this in here. Yeah. This is what this is talking about. Now, they have to let you know, man. They, they have to let you know. And that's what I've tried to explain to people is that for it's probably like one of these rules yeah. that exist that they have to let you know now they let you it's a loophole because they're not like outright saying it they're putting it in a movie right they're putting it in a movie so it's one of two things either they're letting you know because they have to to, to continue whatever ritual whatever's going on or whoever wrote the movie knows some shit and they were trying to let it out it yeah. could be either way because that's something that i could see a writer doing to try to like push the knowledge out there but i'm telling you they have to let you know yep. and even in that even in this movie about it, I'm like, they. it, it, it could have been anything on that plate. It could have been blank. Right. It purposely was the face of Baphomet. Yep. 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 
that kind of stuff right there, man. And, that, and that's, then what you, makes, that's what still my joy. Yeah, <laughs> you know and that? then you're like, you know, the movie was okay. It wasn't that good anyway. But then you're, I was just like, wow. like, What else is this movie doing? What else is the movie it's, doing? It's, it's normalizing cannibalism. Yes. I mean, what is, is the next step of depravity. Of know? course. And, and what, what come out, like I said, Netflix. What has hit Netflix? The biggest show to ever hit Netflix, maybe. Like, other than oh, the, the, the Dahmer, Dahmer one? Yeah. Yes. Literally cooking hearts. Yeah, I cook. I, I work at a high school. You know, I I teach kids. I have a hundred kids in my classroom throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I've had about twenty. Have you watched Dahmer yet? My no, and quit watching that. You're like, you <laughs> so, shouldn't be watching that. <laughs> but that's it's just that that evil man, it, and it's to normalize. I'm telling you, it's to normalize cannibalism. Little which kids, sounds, which sounds insane, little kids and cannibalism. It's not. It's not surprising. No, it's not. That's, we're in the days of Noah. It's coming. This is our last round. So, I feel you. I, I love talking <laughs> conspiracy, man. It's not even conspiracy theory. It's it's critical thinking. It's, it's just it's at this point it's obvious. Yes, yes. Now, for for two years, I was like, it's getting worse. We're lo- I don't know. We're losing. This is it, we're all screwed. And then I started seeing things and looking at things differently. And, and you know, it is still the show. I like to call it looks <laughs> bad because it's supposed to but when you see other things behind it and different articles that are being sent to you like oh this is actually turning around they just don't want you to know that yeah let's hope yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good i think we're good yeah that's uh, maybe <laughs> i wouldn't have chose i wouldn't have chose to live in a time that i that we all lost and, uh, good point Mm-mm. good point it's the it's the greatest movie ever told man the comeback story the yeah. the the kicking the Dark King off the off the crown, you know. That, that's what we need. That's what we mm-hmm. need, man. Jordan, I appreciate you, man. God Absolutely. bless you. Uh, can't wait to have you back on the show. We'll pull into some more topics, man. Yeah, I got a, way too much knowledge, man. Two, three years of straight up diving into the. the Let's do it. Let's do, we'll do. We'll do. Uh, we'll do theories next time. I like it. I like it. All right, I'll uh, I'll I'll text you the um the links that you're asking about. Yes, please do. All right, man. Thank All you. Right. Be good. Yes, sir. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want more content, if you want to submit your own story to be on the show, if you want to listen to past episodes, or if you want to donate to the show, you can do all of that through thebumppodcast.com. So just go there, um, explore the website, check it all out. If you want to sign up to be a member, it's super cheap. It's just $1.75 a week. You can cancel at any time. Get in on uh, all the, the new, latest, and greatest stuff we have going on. All right? So, again, thanks for listening. I love you. God bless. Thank you.
you're at a place in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord, then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart, this could help lead you closer to God to to let Jesus Christ save you. And it goes like this. Heavenly Father, I come to you from the depths of my heart, realizing that I have sinned. I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen.